Hi. So I wanted to introduce a new series that I'm going to start called Under the Covers with Eve. And this is going to be kind of a ramble, um, kind of just a unscripted chance for me to just talk to you about just anything and everything that kind of occurs to me in this area. Things I think you might want to know or things that I just feel like talking about. It's just a casual kind of whatever. <laughs> I think I'm going to try to release these on Sunday nights just as a way to, I don't know, just a relaxing type of thing, just to have a little chat with you. And this first episode, if you can call it an episode, this first ramble is going to be about, vaguely, about the idea of attractiveness, sexiness, hotness, whatever you want to call it. Because, well, let me explain. Let me back up a bit. I just started watching Game of Thrones. I know, late to the party. I know, I get it. But I'm busy. I don't have a lot of time. So I just got the first season and I started watching it. And it's, you know, pithy and bloody and weird and great. And it looks like it's going to be a good story. So I'm enjoying it. And there's lots of these guys striding around in their furs and leathers and things I don't like. But anyway, you know, these big, broad, manly men kind of guys. And then there's these pretty boys that are like, the, I don't know, the twin brother of the queen or something. And some, the bastard kid and all the rest of it. I'm sure you, you know this way better than I do. But the point is, and I do have one, my point, and I do have one, is <laughs> the sexiest guy of the whole bunch in my mind, in my opinion, is the man with dwarfism, Peter Dinklage, who plays the, the brother of the twins who are getting it on, you know. And the thing is, now most people will probably look at him and think, well, he's a dwarf or whatever. But he is a very sexy man. He has intensity and and a wryness to him. He's a very good actor. He He's good looking. He's whatever. He's got everything kind of going for him. Most people would think, well, he's a dwarf. And my point is, this is exactly the problem that we sort of have these days, is that we focus too much on um, external cues. And this is, this is what made me decide to talk about this, because maybe you haven't thought about this before. Um, this is going to be a ramble, so bear with me <laughs> while I collect my thoughts. Um, so I guess, okay, I guess the first point I wanted to make was it doesn't matter what your body looks like. It doesn't matter if you think you're broken or flawed or you have any number of things that you don't think you're good looking enough. It doesn't matter, okay? Sexiness is what counts. Being sexy is way more important. Um, having that spark to you, having that look in your eye, having something about you that, uh, whether it's intelligence or character, sense of humor, talents, whatever it is, I find for women like me, um, and there's a lot of us, honestly, that is way more appealing than whatever physical form your body takes or doesn't take or whatever. Because all these guys striding around in their boots and their swords and whatever, they just look, to me, they look a little vacant. Like they're, they have the strong jaw and they've got the, you know, sort of windswept hair and the stubble. There's stubble everywhere. Nobody shaves, apparently. Um, and it's all very epic looking and very, you know, dashing looking and all the rest of it. But they all look like there's nobody home. 
I don't know how else to describe it. Now, I'm not trying to vilify any of these men. They could be perfectly great men. I have no idea. I don't know them. That's the point. When you don't know somebody at all, um, and you can only go by their uh, appearance or the, how they present themselves, um, and that's all I'm doing in this case, I think that the, the attractive man in any group is going to be the guy that seems like he has a little more going on than just, you know, a square jaw or being over six feet tall or whatever the case is. So I just wanted you to just, that's a little food for thought there, just to think, if you think that your body isn't up to scratch, first of all, nobody's is. Secondly, join the club. Thirdly, it doesn't matter. You have to be, you have to be that sexy guy. You know, be that guy that a woman is just going to fall for. Um, and it really doesn't matter whether you have a six-pack or not. Now, this is what leads me to the next thing I was going to say, which is about cues. I may have told some of you, and you may know, that part of my day job, because I do many things, <laughs> I am a photographer, and I take photos of Playboy models, or page three models in the UK. And they're all, I would say almost to a one they have all been really lovely people I really enjoyed working with all of them they're just nice girls they're normal people they don't have attitudes and they're not stupid and any of those terrible things that people think models are but I will say that on occasion there have been especially playboy models they will show up and they're completely gorgeous in every way their bodies are almost perfect um, they're tiny usually they're much tinier than you would think the um, photos you see make them look like they're an average size woman but they are tiny, tiny girls. Anyway, um, they're perfect looking. But the problem is they don't know how to be sexy. And I don't know whether this is something that they've learned or they haven't learned or it's in them or it isn't in them. I don't know. But I found that in many cases, I have to direct them how to pose. I have to sort of show them how to arch their back or stick their hips out or stick their boobs out or or you know, give a certain look to the camera or flip their hair over their shoulder a certain way. So my point is that um, sexiness is completely separate from, from physical good looks. And it doesn't necessarily follow that if you have one, you're going to have the other. And in my, in my estimation, anyway, I think that it's more important to have sexiness. Now, the cues I was talking about and this is where I think everybody goes wrong, is that sometimes there will be a model who will show up. I tend to take a little more naturalistic photos. I use studio lights, but I prefer natural light. Um, I take very soft, uh, close, intimate shots. Uh, I don't do open leg things or sexual things, but I, I like focusing on smiles and uh, kind of intimate, cozy type shots. Anyway, a girl will show up sometimes. And immediately you know that she has all the cues down, C-U-E-S in this case. <laughs> Maybe clues is a better word, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> she'll have the hair extensions, she'll have fake breasts, she'll have long fake nails. Sometimes she'll have collagen in her lips or her cheeks or her chin. Um, sometimes the butt implant, she'll actually have collagen in her butt. And... Uh, you know, sometimes she'll have the fake tan or she'll have the belly ring, which I hate. Photographers hate belly rings. Anyway, um, or any of these things. She'll have any number of these sort of additional fake type things. And when you sort of strip all of that away, because I don't take photos 
of girls like that. And so in many cases, I will, I will have them take out their extensions, take out their jewelry, take off their nails. Um, I can't do anything about their fake boobs, but I try to, I try to make it look as natural as possible. When you take all of that away, I find there's more natural beauty. But at the same time, you take away the cues. So a lot of people who look at my photos, it's almost like they don't know whether whether she's hot, you know, in air quotes, anymore or not, because I've taken away the cues. Um, it's as if, for some guys, if they they need to see these hints that this girl is hot, they need to see fake boobs and the fake hair and the and the fake eyelashes, I forgot about them, and the belly rings and the bikinis and the tans, and they need to see all of this in order to know whether they think she's hot or not. And if you just if you just present a woman just as a woman without any of these things, I swear sometimes some guys don't know. They they can't perceive the beauty in someone without any of these cues. And I think that's what's kind of happening with men as well in um, TV shows and movies and things. I notice that men are becoming more um, beefcakey kind of. They're more like um, Chippendales type guys. Um, they're focusing on abs and pecs and delts and, you know, completely hairless and and this kind of plasticky sort of look that I think, again, is just about cues to women. It's it's meant to say, here, in case, in case you don't want to judge for yourself whether you find this man attractive, we'll let you know whether he is or not. Look, he's got a six-pack. Look, he's got pecs. Look, he's got a tattoo. Look, he's got, you know, whatever. Um... And these are these are things that are supposedly um, oh like height and hair is another thing hair hair is huge for <laughs> for guys no hair in their chest but like windswept kind of you know 1970s sort of you know <laughs> blowing in the breeze kind of hair for guys um, again I think it's it's a it's just a cue and. So I think in a way it's kind of appealing to the lowest common denominator, but at the same time, it's not encouraging people to to really sort of look for themselves and say, what do you really find attractive about this person? Because there is a difference between beauty and attractiveness. Not everyone is beautiful. I believe that there is an objective beauty out there, and I'm not it, and I don't know <laughs> too many people who are, maybe because of what I do for a living. I've seen really beautiful women. Um, but everybody is attractive because there's a there's a real difference. Um, you can be you can have things about you that are attractive to a lot of people or even just to one person. You can be sexy as hell, you can be sweet, you can be funny, you can be charming. Sometimes you just have one feature about you that is remarkable. Some people have eyes that'll just pin you from across the room. Um, and maybe everything else about them is completely ordinary or average. Um, but their eyes are just compelling. Or a girl has nice big boobs or something, you know, and maybe the rest of her is just, maybe she'd never be a model, but she's got these amazing boobs. I mean, there's all kinds of things that everybody has. And men have it too. And so what I'm kind of, in a very circuitous, long-winded way getting around to is right back to this Game of Thrones thing, that I think the the guy who plays Tyrion Lannister whatever his name is, he is way sexier than any of the other taller, more attractive, you know, conventionally attractive men on that show. And 
I don't think I'm alone in thinking this. I know that that actor is married and he's probably had any number of girlfriends and that sort of thing. And I know that certainly people with dwarfism have no problem with relationships because, again, it's not about what you look like. It's not about your perceived faults or flaws or things about your body that you think are broken or aren't right or aren't up to standard or anything like that. So, how do you like the rambles? I don't know if I like this or not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm <laughs> but, um, well, I'll just let you, I'll let you let me know if you think um, Under the Covers is a, is a good series. Um, if you think you'd like to hear um, more just discussions and just rambles and thoughts and ideas. And you can always ask me questions or ask me to talk about certain things if you like. Um, but let me know what you think because uh, I think I might enjoy this. I'm just not sure yet. <laughs> so, take-home message. <laughs> You're attractive. Be sexy. And a woman will adore you. Bye.